welcome to Ellis for Losers, a pop culture and reality TV roundup. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jarrow. Hello, Zoom friend. Hi, Zoom friend. For the listeners, if you can't tell by this stuffy voice, I'm a little sick. And so to keep my beloved Marcy safe and protected from whatever (laughs) is going on with me, we decided to do a little Zoom record. Little Zoomy Um, Zoom. But that's also why we were delayed. I have not been feeling great. I'm better today, which is all that matters. And currently not testing positive for COVID, though... We don't know how this works anymore. Yeah, it's everything. Everything is a mystery at this point. Um, One of my good friends was feeling sick and did not test positive until four days after the onset of symptoms. Wow. Okay. That is the trickiest part of it, though. I mean, I think and now it feels like all all understanding is out the window, like colds, regular colds don't function normally. Regular flus don't function normally. Like everything's mysterious. So it feels like, yeah, the best call is to just like assume it's bad, hide out, get better as much as possible. But it's yeah, it's annoying. Also, there's something about being sick in the summer that feels crazy. Like for it to be really hot outside when it's like roasty hot and sunny outside and you're like in bed, even though it's not, it was nice to have a little bit of a sick day yesterday. It just feels nuts. I'm supposed to be splashing by a pool, drinking a daiquiri or something. Yeah, it's summertime. It's summertime. Speaking of, okay, we have to, we had so much fun together. Talk about summertime. We had so much fun together. We went out on Saturday together. Yeah, this is probably where you got whatever illness you have. No doubt. No doubt in my mind. Our friend Dickie had her birthday party and we went together. And I will still say 100% the most fun part of the night was when you came over and we got ready together and you made us espresso martinis. Okay, guys, espresso martinis are all the rage right now. And they are not hard to make, even though bartenders do not want to make them for you. And I think they don't (laughs) want to make them for you because of the espresso part of it because they have to brew fresh espresso. Right. But I was a espresso martini girl, I want to say about 13 years before this moment in time. She was the OG. I was. And then I quickly realized that throwing up espresso martinis <laughs> is horrifying to just. I just remember like sitting in my sink and being like, blah, 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 blah. oh, no. Blah, 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 well, blah. It was charming because Marcy came to my door with a mason jar <laughs> full of espresso martini. My ingredients. I was like, it was so the toms. <laughs> <laughs> it was delicious. And it was 100% the most fun. We got absolutely jacked. <laughs> I mean, like I was like, whoa, here's the thing. Espresso martinis are an afternoon, evening, like pick me up. They are not a late night drink. I cannot express this enough because I will blame our 7 p.m. espresso martinis, Uh about a one and a half slash two each Uh for us staying out till nearly four o'clock in the morning, Jess. We lost our damn minds, listeners. And I don't I don't do this. uh, That's the latest I've been up in years. Here's here's it just the time it just it just moved right on by. It was so crazy. It was like, it was just genuinely, we were both kind of dragging our our feet a bit about going. 
And then, sorry, by the way, you're going to have to hear me like sniffly through the pod, which I apologize <laughs> for. But and then somehow we were there for six hours. Just party, <laughs> jarty all night long. Just friends- DJed until almost the break of dawn. I it was an unexpected ask that our friend Jeff Dutton, who is also in my husband's band podcast, is very connected to this house. He's one of um, the more handsome comedians in Los Angeles. Yeah, he's got quite a jaw. And he he you are wrapped up in the babe comedian community. I know. I guess I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. Uh, but he he is like a, you know, just for fun DJ, not like a professional DJ. And we have lots of years from long ago of him DJing like birthday boy parties, like where my husband used to live with all his roommates. And he would always like let me have a turn and I would get to play for a little while. But years and years and years ago. And so he was DJing our friend Dickie's party on Saturday. And he grabbed me at some point and was just like, hey, would you want to take a turn? And oh, my God, it was music to my ears. It was so I was so excited, so nervous. It was music to everyone's ears. And then I fell into it, fell in love. And he let me DJ for so long. And it was truly love this. It's cute that he got to party while you DJ. (laughs) Yeah, he got to go mix and mingle while I DJed. And I and by DJ, I mean, just played music well, um, there was some stuff because someone did mess it up so it must not have been easy if it can get messed up there was a man who i know who came and tried to start touching things and djing alongside me and i was not having it Let and i absolutely you, spazzed out when jess's long <laughs> nails start pointing northward you know <laughs> there is a problem when the nails go up and they are just pointing ever so slightly at maybe let's say a, a 45 degree angle i know my friend is in distress <laughs> Well, I don't, you know, look, we talked about it later, but obviously like it was a tough Friday was the worst day ever. Just like the worst fucking day for a million reasons. Also, thank you to so many of our sweet listeners who wrote nice things about the video I posted. It was just terrible with the Roe v. Wade news and to go to a party was like already felt kind of nuts. And then to be having fun was so unexpected and was just like so cathartic and playing music and watching people dance and have fun. And honestly, this poor man. (laughs) He didn't notice it all. Don't worry about it. (laughs) I channeled all of my like all of my rage at the world. So funny how it comes out as like, okay, just give me a second. (laughs) That is as angry as you will ever see her. But just know that on the inside, she is taking notes. She will never forget. <laughs> I was livid. I popped I over livid. and I was like, you need tequila shot? You're uh, like, yes. And I did. <laughs> yes. Nails um, to the sky. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun, though. I had such a blast with you. It was just it like, was it was time. very needed. It was yes. very needed. And it then was the great. next day I was like, oh, my God. I mean, oh, God. we can't. Our bodies can't be doing that. It's, that was insanity. Here's how funny it was. Is it? It was the party on Saturday night. And then Monday morning, I was like, where is my car? And I didn't drive it after I drank. Like, I no. I drove it She's to your house woman. before I drank. And then just that's how much I drank that I didn't remember what happened before 
the sober part of the night (laughs) (laughs) well you were a blast a great party companion uh and i had such a good time the best time now tell everyone what else you did this week what did i do this week you why can't you access your notes right now oh Oh, yeah i said i would share this okay because i want maybe people could help you and maybe yeah, no. they can learn from your fourth times a charm. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone who I don't know how much I've talked about it on the pod, but I have a history of getting being so gullible that I have been scammed by like professional scam artists more than anyone alive, including <laughs> including the like the old IRS one where they tell you they're going <laughs> to arrest you because you owed IRS money. I was sobbing and like on my way to the bank before <laughs> I realized I was getting scammed. I got scammed by a person pretending to be the Department of Water and Power, also saying I owed a bill. I did give them $500. Then I got that money back so i i have a bit of a legacy okay so, <laughs> so this, third time so this week there's probably more but this week i'm just gonna say this is vulnerable to share this week i get a dm from instagram it's instagram dms me and says you've been approved for a blue check oh her nerve they went right for your vanity <laughs> i see i was like oh well, I guess that video I posted did pretty well. It got a lot of engagement. Well, I mean, I did. I did crest over 4,000 followers not too that long ago. A hundred percent was like, yeah, makes sense. About time. <laughs> like, and was like, oh, I probably applied for it and forgot. Wait, did you I think say you I have did over 100,000 followers? 4,000, oh. which for me was like a lot, which is still not a lot in the world of influencers. Well, but I, I truly, thousand. I was like, wow, that's very good. Didn't know. No, not even close. <laughs> not even close. And I fully was like, yeah. And it was like, and fill out these forms and, uh, and we'll get you your blue check. <laughs> and it was like an online form that had my email and my password. <laughs> And I, which I use for Instagram and I was d- like doing it in between work stuff and not paying attention and just was like, it felt so obvious and real to me. And then I suddenly start getting nonstop Gmail critical alert emails and texts because that's what my backup is saying, like multiple accounts are being accessed. We have shut down your Gmail. Oh, thank goodness, though, you have a two step authentic authentication. Yes. So that's but important, then, guys, because my mom got locked out of her Gmail because she's an elder person who doesn't know how to work things. And I and she did not have two step. But luckily, I had one time logged into her account from my computer. And so I was able to access it. Oh, well. It got, I, it was also in between a bunch of other work stuff going on and I got fully locked out of my Gmail. So Again, nails it was, up. She was like, nails what is up. happening? <laughs> and I, I, it was like, I just felt so defeated. I was like, okay, not only am I not getting a blue check, <laughs> I have been scammed yet again, this time out of vanity, as you said. Oh my and God. now I'm out of my <laughs> Gmail for, it was like, you will be locked out for 48 hours. I My, my work email is my backup, which I could still access. And I just kind of had to take the L. You know, I was like, look, you don't get your email. You're just going to have to fucking sit and wait. So I'll get it back this afternoon. But let me please be a word to the let this be a word to the wise or unwise if you're me and just just don't just don't just don't believe anybody please don't be me please I mean, don't be me i've been in the middle of like 
in the middle of someone coming to my house to be like, Verizon is putting in a 5G tower. You want to <laughs> sign up. You have to do it through this website. And I was like, here's the thing. I feel like you might be stealing my identity. And they're like, we don't even see it. You're signing up through the iPad. I was like, I'm still doing it. And I'm telling you, and I was literally saying, I was like, I still feel unsafe. And they're like, we promise you it's safe. I was like, I know you seem very nice. I still don't trust you. And as I'm doing it, though, I'm doing it. Right. I have not. I don't have indication that my identity has been stolen yet. And then they did send a technician out to try to put in some kind of box to make the 5G work. And I was like, are they casing my house? Do they have a bunch of nice ladies casing my house? This is this is rational, though. This suspicion did all the things. Didn't matter. I mean, I just I c- was rude if they were real, if they were authentic people who were really coming here to put 5G towers in my house. I was not trusting them or I didn't trust them and for a valid reason. And I still gave them my information. So it look, I mean, I clicked on the DM and the account that sent it. And I thought I was like, I was like, this looks legit. Like wonder- it looked. Yeah, it looked legit. Hey, but. It was not. So if anyone's emailed me, Tim was like, put on, put a post up and let people know. And I was like, no, I'm too ashamed. I'm just going to quietly sit for 48 hours. And if I got an email that was explosive, I'll just find out in two days. Yeah, it'll be, <laughs> hey, look, if it's, ur- I mean, you know, that's the thing about email. They're not urgent. They're not urgent. I actually almost get like no emails anymore. I feel like other than just like, you know, all the, all the like clothing brands I follow letting <laughs> me know. It's nothing. So that is my embarrassing technical issue. It's been a wild week. Never let the scams (laughs) change you. I hope you always trust. I hope this never changes your heart. You are. Well, uh, you're. This is this is resilience that you just bounce back. (laughs) I mean, I am gonna. I, I. I am going to pay someday though. Like something very crazy will happen. You've like I've been lucky. Paid. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine what's going to happen when you like hit the AARP ages? That's always what I think with this stuff is I'm like, if anyways, it's, it ain't, it ain't cool. I was really <laughs> amped on the check mark. You guys, <laughs> I had decided that that stuff was really lame. And then when I got it, I was like, okay, oh, I guess I'll take it. <laughs> it was so sad. So that's me. But yeah. How was your week? Any of any of notes? I mean, not nothing like that. No, no, just no scams, no. not locked out of anything. Now, people are asking you to elaborate on why Paris Hilton yes. could and should be canceled. So what I will say to this is because it's a long answer. And actually, instead of paraphrasing it, and I'll put the I'll put the link in show notes. But what really summarizes it is from 2020, Rich, I don't I say his name wrong all the time. Jizwiak, I don't know how to say it, but he's a longtime writer for Jezebel and a bunch of publications. He's a wonderful writer. He has a piece on Jezebel called The Revision of Paris Hilton's Story is Missing Something, Her History with the N-Word. Mm-hmm. And that is because that was when that documentary, This Is Paris, came out, which was about, I believe, the school, the the whole thing with Utah and her like very tragic history with the Provo Canyon school and all that. So what, what Rich's piece lays out 
which I had been aware of to some extent, is the long history from that, ha- especially during the early parts of Paris's fame, where she is recorded on video and they're all still embedded in this article. You can watch them yourself of her using the N word, but it's it's look, it's complicated. It's it's not just it's never okay. but we're not talking about like she's rapping along to a song. She this is about like an ethos. This is about like a worldview. And it is I I really can't emphasize enough how shocking it is. She also has a bunch of anti-Semitic stuff. It's it's kind of shocking and horrifying. Yeah. And I would say like when you really scroll through it, what you see, granted, there's there aren't there aren't records of this, you know, in the last, I don't know, like 10 years or something. But it's just kind of insane when you really look through it, how it, how extensive it is and how many like there's literal video evidence yeah. of it, of her like drunk at clubs, running up to the camera saying like truly the most like horrific anti-Semitic racist shit you've ever seen. And I don't know. So it's, it's, it's just like, it didn't seem to get much traction and it never seems to get much traction that there is like a lot of cataloged history for her. But I think that's why I'm very curious what's going to happen on Beverly Hills. And if that is going to be what dredges all this up, I have, that's really it. Cause I, I, I feel like I've talked about this with some other friends who are pop culture connoisseurs and they were like, she has apologized and it has been like it has been reckoned with in the past i so like and i don't remember that but that's what i've heard through people who i trust right but i think the real reason why it doesn't stick to her today is because she does not acknowledge it today and that is actually the best way to stay in the clear because even if people are talking about it unless everybody's talking about it and online doesn't count it has to be like on television talking about it then you can probably get away with it which is like really fucked up but also good to remember everyone I mean, don't call more attention to things. Bless her. Bless her PR we, machine. Well, because we always want to like, even if it is something like stupid, that we like, like, even if it were like something in, insignificant, like a Facebook thing that's happening in your community that people like want to clear the air. And it's like, you don't have to clear the air. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely serving, serving her yeah. to not acknowledge it. I just, I think what is interesting to me, especially post George Floyd and a lot of reckoning for a lot of yes. people in the public eye is just that it still has not that that still so many people who are familiar with her and our pop culture connoisseurs do not know. That's, That's what I think. Surprises I think younger me. people do not know about this. It's sort yeah. of like, it's the thing that I think I was talking about not long ago that when people like are like did you know this happened it's like yes i knew it happened <laughs> this one though i had forgotten because i don't think i cared much for her back when it happened like yeah i mean and i just have a kind of always been of the school of thought that like she just sucks like i think she's kind of a she's just not my like i have she actually there's a very funny clip from me so long ago now but where tina fey is on howard stern and she has since apologized for this, but I, Tina Fey is asked by Howard Stern, this is probably like 2010 or something, but he, he asked her who is the worst guest that's ever been on SNL. And she like in a heartbeat is like Paris Hilton. She, and like lists off like all of the ways she was 
horrible. Oh my god, to delicious. The crew. The, there's also a funny part where she talks about how like literally there were like clumps of like hair extensions like all around 30 Rock and like as one you would just imagine. find find <laughs> all this Barbie hair hanging out everywhere. She just paints her as like a monster. Again, could she be a different person nowadays? Absolutely. Obviously, yes. Absolutely. Like she is also a very kind of like I get the like the fun of Paris. I do think she's like she broke a lot of ground in the in the history of like right. pop culture. You know, I'm not saying like she should be banished. I just think it's interesting. The I people guess have be, but to, to what I was saying earlier is like, apparently, if you just don't talk about it, if you yourself, then only a certain portion of people will even ever know about it, even with the way social media is. It's crazy. No, I guess that's why sometimes I wonder if it will be like, the way Hannibal brought up Cosby and yes. suddenly a thing that had existed. You like, are going to became... be the Hannibal for Paris. <laughs> I could just see like it feels to me like because a lot of people seem unaware. I guess that's the way I would put it is it's right. like it, it's I could imagine if somebody with a lot of visibility was like, hey, what the fuck? And shared right. one of these videos. It could become suddenly like a firestorm. But then again, who knows? So she clearly has a very powerful PR machine Absolutely. and a lot of friends in high places. And who I knows? Tell you what, it makes me even more proud of Brittany that she, that she didn't get mixed up in all that, even though she has made some missteps in the past <laughs> couple weeks about where her attention turned when the world is burning down. But what, you know, whatever, like, you know, she's a weird kooky lady and we all acknowledge that. Yes. We've come to love our kooky, kooky Aunt Brittany. I mean, she's not perfect and she doesn't make sense all of the time. So that's... Or most of the time. Yeah, I bet in person it would kind of track better. I bet. I have a feeling. I mean, I have a feeling Paris Hilton is like probably lovely to the people that she loves and loves her. Love her. I just think it's like a very public person who, yeah, has not had to really seemingly, seemingly pay for in that public way but yes anyway should we i guess when you're on? when you can't lose anything besides being a dj <laughs> which you know now is something big to be lost because you are i a know DJ i do i don't like speaking ill of another of a fellow female dj yeah. you gotta you gotta hold your own accountable though is the thing and if in the female dj community this is something we all need to rally for, like you blonde lady djs i think it is important that you check your own so and say i I'm hate on it. i know exactly who you are don't i'm don't on it yeah so but yeah, cows. I will post I'll post the link because I think it's important. Rich is like it's really well like reported and it's better than I'm going to be able to summarize it. So read it and then decide. We're you helping feel. you not be like us. That's all. Yes. Exactly. About no particular instance. Exactly. Um, but, should we um, move to news? Let's do it. OK, let's get Kardashian stuff out of the way first. We have. Travis Barker was hospitalized this week in a very it took days for us to figure out what was going on with Travis. It was very scary. Uh, yeah, because it, I think it, everybody was like, OK, that happens. But then there was this like ominous seeming tweet that he had tweeted the night before. Right. That said, like, God saved me or like the morning of even. And then or the morning of his daughter was like posting TikToks. Pray for my dad. Pray for him and a photo of him like 
hold it like of her holding his hand now, like in the bedside. other hand he was looking at his phone and i was like granted i'm sure people can die after rolling calls but <laughs> but i was like he must be like relatively okay in this moment he's looking at his phone yes and, and then, then we found out what it was which pancreatitis. is pancreatitis pancreatitis which is a word I know, but I did have to look up because I was like, what is that exactly? Oh, it sounds it's very painful. And it seems sounds that painful. it was brought on by a colonoscopy. Oh, no, I didn't know that. that he had a colonoscopy and that I guess the inflammation caused prank pancreatitis which like got more inflamed and then it's just like very painful my mom has had colitis before and she had to be hospitalized for two weeks oh my god yeah and they had to like remove part of her intestines because like it's just like if it does if you don't respond well to antibiotics immediately then like it just gets worse and it's easy to get septic and like it, it can be fatal it's easy to treat but it in some cases can be fatal. So I'm sure he was in so much pain and that was very scary. But Courtney did not leave his side. Even though there were pictures of her, they were confirmed to be shot weeks earlier. She had mm. been with him. Okay. So I I think at this moment he might still be in the hospital. I, I mean, gastrointestinal it. stuff is no joke. Yeah. You know, it's very rough and it's just so painful. Like that part of your body, it's yeah. So painful. And there's, and there's only like, I feel like it's just, yeah, it's, it's, that's really tough, but we're, we're praying for you, Travis. Yes. We hope you're better. okay. I thought it was definitely brought on by something weird she had done to him. I thought maybe she broke his penis. That was my first <laughs> guess was that she broke his penis. My second guess would have been that some weird mushroom gave him something bad. That or she made him drink. <laughs> yeah. From that like weird woo woo, like day camp that they were going yeah. to, or maybe like bacteria from sucking on her feet so much. Yeah. Oh <laughs> God. She like- could have gotten a toe jam infection. <laughs> And then still not to be ruled out, honestly. Still not to be ruled out. Uh, man, and Alabama, let me tell you, she she put something up on TikTok and had to delete it. And she went live this morning. Uh, she was with a friend at 4 a.m. laughing. And, you know, she she's just like, she's a teenager. We have to remember this is a 16-year-old girl who is all over the socials and i mean that's what's killing me is like how much stuff has happened in the time that courtney and travis have been together that like i'm sure they would like to keep a lid on and like those kids are lighting up their socials and like do you know how many times we have gotten like to the root of what's happening because of like alabama or landon's tiktoks because so funny look alabama's a child and i'm sure loves the attention I can't even imagine but, to but suddenly be in the epicenter of the Kardashian universe. Page talking about your TikTok and it's probably driving so many people. It's like, yeah, it's oh worth God. your stepmom being like, ah, oh. Travis, can Mason's you tell like, Alabama to please take that down? <laughs> good Courtney. <laughs> Working on it for about a decade, I guess. <laughs> it's really good. Okay, well, now we have to hop over to one of the absolute peak highlights of a dark week look the world is dark a lot of horrible things have happened but getting to see an absolutely shit-faced oh. beyond belief chris jenner was uh, like 
It was like a serotonin high I wasn't prepared for. It's more fun (laughs) than you think it's going to be. It's just, yeah, it's just the most fun. It was Chloe's birthday this week and Chris was in this amazing blue, like, like almost like Victorian era gown, (laughs) like like a nightgown. Off the shoulder, big flowy yeah, almost petticoat-esque <laughs> dress. Like this massive floating dress. This is when she haunts Calabasas or Hidden Hills. <laughs> You're going to see the lady in green and it's going to be this big flowy green dress. And 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 Corey will still be alive, but following behind this ghost. <laughs> and it's her trying to toast. And her, her baby girl. <laughs> she is so drunk everyone is laughing so hard she acknowledges she's so drunk she can't talk Corey takes the cocktail (laughs) only because she's about to spill it through tears though he's gonna give it back to her I trust him he's not taking it for good (laughs) like look we don't want to glamorize drinking excessively but there is and I I'm sure in a day-to-day probably not it may not be great for everybody around Chris but from where I sit, I couldn't be more obsessed oh. with this woman in her beautiful brand new mansion, floating in that petticoat, so drunk at her daughter's birthday, just with a martini glued to her hand. It is so delightful. It is so, I. it's truly aspirational to me. It's very funny because <laughs> you and I were talking about it, that how she is, you know, Dorinda's our East Coast Chris, and then we yeah. got to to. We came to the conclusion that she's the inverse, Chris. Which I think is very astute. Because yeah. she will get that drunk and it doesn't make any sense. But Chris does not let people rattle her. Whereas nope. Dorinda always lets people rattle her. And Chris would be the most gracious, doesn't care what you do. You could tear up her nope. things. And Dorinda's going to freak out about whatever. So she is in, and they, they even look the opposite. Like, one, yes, that's, yes, that's why it was just dawning on me. I they was look like, exactly the lavish, like, and opposite. Uh, inverse, and opposite. Inverse, yeah. Cause there's such a lavishness to, cause we'll get to ultimate girls trip, but like being in Bluestone Manor and the way, like how Dorinda dresses and the, like, there's just such a, like, old school glamour lavish yeah. but and obviously the martini of it all but yes but chris but is it, the modern glamour yes. and yeah it's great and i mean it's essentially just about what kind of drunk are you and i do relate to chris jenner's drunkenness which is you just love everybody and you want to cry yeah. but in like a happy like you know that it doesn't bring out anger and that is Dorinda's hallmark yes. is that she is a bad, mean drunk. But also, you know, Chris works and Dorinda remembers. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anyone hasn't watched it, I don't know where those clips live, but go do yourself a favor and watch Chris Jenner just loving on Chloe. So drunk, she can't see straight and every and everybody loving her. Everyone. And why not? So then we have another birthday at Camp North this past oh. week. It's so oh. funny the the way these people their ovulation and the way that it syncs up. <laughs> They're just all fertile at the same times, clearly wanting to procreate in those moments. So but right, North is turning. What was she turning? Was it? I think it was nine. Wow, I know, I know. And so it looked like they boarded Kim's private jet, 
which I LOL'd at because they had turned it into a Camp North plane. And on Kim's, we know this plane is fully outfitted with cashmere, right? And they put little like logs <laughs> on the seats, like cut up logs, because the theme, what it was Camp North, but it was also like horror movie. Yeah, it was like uh, Crystal Lake, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was the part that was making me LOL is that it was like not just like a camp theme, it was a murderous camp theme. Yes. For children. But they flew to some sort of, you know, foresty looking area. And and it was, I mean, absolutely lavish. It looked like they did sort of like zip lines and treetop stuff. And then they had like little bunks. And we know Jessica Simpson's daughter was there. Uh, what's her name? I forget her name. Max? Maxwell. Oh, I, um, like, I don't know. Well, it's daughter. like a funny. Well, it's a funny overlap because she's posted like only just. Jessica Simpson keeps posting that her daughter and North are really good friends and they clearly are. But I saw some post this week that was like, all right, Jessica Simpson is looking so thirsty because clearly she and Kim don't hang out. Right. But it's like, my daughter is such good friends with North. Look at her. I mean, Um, they could, they're in the billionaire club together. I would rather see her hang out with Jessica Simpson than Jeff Bezos. Absolutely. Elon. Elon. But it, it looked like a very cute birthday. I mean, obviously, there was some conversation around like, okay, these are getting somehow like more lavish, like it's a destination birthday for a nine year old. But hey, I mean, if you can. Look, unless we're going to take her money away, I'm glad that North gets to have a fun time. Yes. North is obviously an eccentric young child that she's. <laughs> I was like, who showed her Friday the 13th or, or, or who, yeah. Who showed her Friday the 13th? Who is the, who, how did she know that this is what she liked? She's a child, a baby child. Nine. I she, the though. tents, the little tents that they all slept With in the were bloody. blood spattered. Yes. <laughs> Fully blood spattered. Because- how does she know? How when does she know? I think I watched my first scary movie like along, probably not even bloody, but you know, like maybe by like middle school, like seventh grade or something, sixth or seventh grade, like 12. I guess I'm saying like probably closer to 12 or 13. I definitely did see Jaws too young because I had a recurring oh, yeah. nightmare of sharks for so long. Oh, uh, so like like I remember being like in elementary school. So I certainly watched it too young, but but also I was like Friday the thirteenth got so many titties in it. She <laughs> You're so right. But you know uh, what? They're a body positive, so maybe that doesn't really Yeah. I mean they I mean they women do get cut in half while having sex, but you know, Oh my god, I'm okay. so I watched- hope maybe maybe she's watched Fear Street instead, which also has a camp <laughs> version again a little more adult than i think a nine-year-old or maybe she just thinks blood and maybe she's an avid hunter i don't maybe know it's, maybe it's just yeah outdoors plus blood <laughs> she just loves blood but well, happy birthday chloe happy birthday north honestly can't wait till north is in more control of her actual voice and she shares it with us i she is out the gate of all these kids by far i mean she's also one of the older ones now but just a fascinating child, you know, I'm and very I love eager seeing sullen Penelope right behind her. <laughs> I'm also, it's, yeah, I'm interested in these kids. Me too. And like, we will have watched their 
whole lives, yep. which is insane. Uh, okay, so now this was a big one. And okay, I- you guys have been listening to a free preview of Ellis for Losers. Ooh, we hope you liked it. Oh yeah, and if you did. You can go on over to patreon.com slash L is for losers and you can sign up to listen to our full episodes, mm-hmm. which are quite meaty. <laughs> and we also will have our vintage recaps of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, it's fun. We got a whole lot of stuff there for you. You're going to love what you find. Yeah, it's <laughs> patreon.com slash L is for losers. Bye. Bye.